it's a weird world out there and we can't let that world dictate how we're going to behave and how we're going to act and uh and the type of people that we'll become All right, what is going on? Welcome to another brand new episode of the Risen Fallen Podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. I am still your host, Mark Hendrickson. And if you are brand new to this podcast, then what you can expect is open and authentic conversations about things like mental health, self-development, and how to get your life moving in the right direction. If you're not feeling good about where you are right now, at least having the confidence knowing that you are making one step towards where you'd like to be in the future and every single day uh, lifting other people up as well. And if you're not new to this show, if you have uh, listened to the show or watched the show before, whether you you know watch this on YouTube, listen to this on any podcast platforms or anything like that, then I wanted to say thank you very much from the bottom of my heart for coming back, supporting the journey, supporting the show, and supporting the movement. And so... Uh, if you're brand new to this or not, uh, regardless of that, I just wanted to say thank you very much for being here. You are the reason that I do what I do. So happy Thursday. We are pounding through this week. We're doing pretty well. Um, I'm doing pretty well, I should say. I hope you guys are doing pretty well as well. It is officially fall. It's been officially fall apparently for a couple weeks now, but it feels like it here. Um the runs are getting rainier. The uh, mornings are a little bit colder and darker, and um, it is officially fall. Some of the sunny days are very crisp, and, and uh, the air is nice and crisp and light, and uh, it's it's sunny out, but it's not too warm. It's pretty cool out, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty stoked for fall. And so, happy Thursday. I wanted to share a little recent story, a personal story that I've gone through recently, uh, and I guess that's just called a recent personal story. But I wanted to go over a recent event where I got to basically almost be a vigilante. And so uh, during the day, as you guys know, I work as a carpenter. Uh, I do home renovations and restoration work. Uh, kind of a kind of a contractor, but not really all the way there yet. Um, but uh, yeah. So during the day the other day i go to the uh the the hardware store the lumber store to go and grab a, a bag of nails do some uh casing around some windows uh so i had to go and grab some nails so i get to the store i pull up i lock my truck i start walking in and i i notice right as i'm parking my truck there's this guy who is laying on the ground like a family guy character like just completely ragdolled and he's laying in front of a wheelchair and then there's another guy and he's kind of just violently screaming at the guy carrying a bunch of bags. And um, they're both kind of uh, very visibly, um, obviously, uh, frequent drug users. Hardcore drug users. And uh, if you catch my drift. And they probably were not sober at the time. And so... Um, I didn't know much about the situation, but I just see this guy yelling violently at the guy at the guy laying on the ground, thinking like, "Did this guy just rob him? Did is do they know each other? Is he keeping those bags, uh, presumably from the other guy, safe while he's laying on the ground?" Um, 
you know, tons of thoughts are running through my mind. And, and, uh, so the guy goes to like the underground parking and, and starts smoking, uh, some unknown substance out of a pipe, a glass, a little glass pipe. And, uh, me and the guy that work at said lumber store are thinking we should, we need to get help for, um, for the guy laying on the ground, we should call an ambulance and get that sorted out. And so him and I call an ambulance, um, while, this is where my vigilante services come into play. I get to tail the other guy and just kind of see what he's all about and see what's going on with him. And so um, the long and short of it is I end up um, following this guy around a couple different alleys. I never really make any direct contact with him verbally or anything like that, but he kind of knows I'm just kind of watching him and, and seeing what's going on, waiting for the cops to show up. And I'm not wanting him to get away with this bag of goodies so uh, I just kind of tail him a little bit and follow him around. And uh, he gets to this one alley and he just completely disappears by the time I get to the corner. And um, so I'm looking down the alley. I ask these other two guys that are having a smoke in the alley. I'm like, did you see this guy? And they're like, no, he didn't come down this way. So I backtrack a little bit, check out this little hedge in the alley. And I'm like, what's going on here? I'm not, I don't have my glasses on and the, the lighting's kind of off. So I'm looking into these hedges that are at the end of this alley. And I just see a pair of hands, like two feet in front of my face. And so I take a step back thinking, Oh, this is, this is our culprit probably. So I'm like, all right, well, I know where he is. I can take a step back. And as I'm walking back towards uh, buddy on the phone with the cops and, and the uh, first responders or whatever, uh, he's like kind of gesturing behind me to look behind me. So I look behind me and there's our buddy uh, creeping out of the bushes towards my back. And so I turn around, I look at him, I brace myself. And I think this is either, you know, this is uh, one of those do or die moments. And I'm thinking in my head, like, I'm not going to physically engage until he does. Um, but like, I'm just going to watch his, his, uh, his behaviors as he approaches me here. And he ends up just walking right past me. Uh, I'm going through my head with uh, all types of different moves that I, I could think of, of how I would dismantle him if he did uh, make any, you know, movements towards me. But I think Buddy uh, kind of weighed his odds and, and made the right decision. He just walked right past me. But I really, um, you know, the fact that he's just yelling at different people, the fact that he's yelling at his buddy on the ground. So I don't know if they're buddies, but they're he's yelling at Buddy on the ground. He's yelling at women and children as they walk by. And, and my gut instinct just tells me it's not right to leave this situation right now. And that was kind of like the first thing that I, uh, that crossed my mind is like, dude, can I go back to work? Like what's going on here? Like I'm not, I didn't ask for any of this. It's a fucking, it's Friday afternoon and I'm just trying to get some nails to, to go back to this house and do some window casing. And now I've got to deal with this. And so I just, I had the thought for a bit to just turn around, walk away, and and wipe my hands clean of the situation and say, this is not my job. This is not my responsibility. You know, we've already called the people that can come in and, and clean up this problem. But, um, you know, so do I really need to stick around? Do I really need to be here? And my gut instincts told me, you know, these are the moments that we prepare for in life. These are the moments that, you know, we don't want to regret when we have this instinct that something feels off, that something's not right. And if I were to turn a blind eye right now, you know, things could go south pretty quick. And so 
knowing that this guy was kind of violently yelling at, at people around him. There's women and children. Like, this broad day, like, this is 11.45 in, in the morning, early afternoon on a Friday uh, in, in Vancouver. And, um, you know, I kind of thought, you know, these are the moments that we prepare for. These are the things that we really, you know, when we want to, uh, the moments where things get intense and we feel uncomfortable and we think, you know, this is not my job. This is not my responsibility. I have other things to do. I have a busy lifestyle. I, I, you know, I have so many other priorities, but for me, I just wanted to make sure that the, these are the moments that we prepare for these, you know, moments where just our presence can make someone not just feel safe, but be safe. Um, just having, you know, um, masculine men in the area, tough masculine men who, who are able to protect those, uh, less physically able to protect themselves around, you know, people that are unpredictable and, and, you know, have proven themselves to be at least, um, you know, having the threat of violence to other people it's not fair for everybody else to be there and, and fall victim to that. And, and so even though, you know, maybe it's not always our responsibility, it's not always our job. It's not like somebody is holding us, uh, to do the right thing. It's up to us. And those are the moments that we prepare for to do the right thing and to be the right person, to be the type of person that you'd be proud of, uh, the, the type of person that you'd want around your children, the type of person that's going to stay there until the dust settles. They're not going to just, you know, do the bare minimum and say, okay, yeah, my job's done. I, I called the people that can come and clean this up. My job's done. And, and I did the bare minimum, but to stay until the dust settles. And so, um, buddy ends up walking out of the alley. He, he leaves the alley, uh, leaves the hedges. And then I check in the hedges. I look in the hedges thinking, what was he doing in there? Is he like just hiding in there? Is he taking a shit? Like what's going on? And there's like three backpacks there. And I'm like, okay, he's stashing buddy's stuff or his own stuff. Cause he knows some shit's about to go down. And so he ends up going into some guy's backyard to which, uh, you know, we're kind of following him around and the cops show up and they start dealing with him. And so I end up coming back to, um, the first guy who was laying on the ground in front of his wheelchair. I know you're probably still wondering about him just like I was. So I came back and checked on him and, uh, you know, I had already seen the paramedics start to come and help him out. And by now he's sitting back in his chair. Uh, I, I watched the paramedics as they drove off. This is kind of like, uh, you know, as I'm tailing the guy, I see the paramedics say thumbs up to the, the firefighters and say, yeah, we're all good. And so by the time the cops come and arrest um, our, our our maniac here, our, our bag thief, um, who's the bag stasher, the hedge, the hedge, the bush bag stasher. That's what I'm going to call him, the bush bag stasher, stasher, the butch, the bush bag stasher. That's what I'm going to call him because he's stashing bags and bushes. So uh, after he's arrested, I, um, you know, I go back and I check on Buddy that's in the wheelchair. The paramedics have already left and he's sitting in his chair just kind of nodding off. Maybe he's taking a nap. Maybe he's uh, had a rough day. I don't know, but he's nodding off in his chair. And the cops now that are with me, there's one other cop and, and she's, um, you know, trying to wake him up and be like, yo, what's going on? Like, we want to get you some help. 
And then the other cop who made the the initial arrest comes and starts asking him questions as well. He's like, look, are you missing some stuff? We found these bags in these bushes. Uh, are these yours? He says they're his. And basically he tells the cops and, and me and the guy that works at the lumber store to just fuck off and, and get lost. And um, I'm assuming that was kind of the same thing that he said to the paramedics. And that's why they left him there sitting in his chair. And it was really sad to see that ending. Um, you know, the first guy who's who's yelling at people and, and doing drugs on the streets, he, he got arrested. And I mean, it sucks to see somebody get arrested, but it is what it is. Like if you're yelling at people, threatening people and smoking drugs in broad daylight on the street, in my personal opinion, you don't really uh, you're not behaving up to the standards of society. And so you probably don't really get to participate in it as much. I think most people can agree that if you can't follow the law, you don't get to uh, enjoy the benefits of society. And so that sucks. But the uh, guy in the wheelchair, like, I just feel like um, it's so shitty to see people trying to help you when you're not willing to accept help. And I think that as calloused as it seems, um, it's almost the, it's a, it's the appropriate response to someone not accepting help to just you know, cut your losses and, and, you know, you have to understand when it's time to help somebody and when someone's not willing to be, be accepting of the help. You know, you really have to create your own filter personally, and you're going to have to live by your own moral code of, of when it's, when you're going to try your very best to pursue helping somebody, knowing whether or not they're going to be gracious of that, that uh, gesture that you're doing, whether they're they're willing to improve, they're wanting to improve, they're willing to accept that they need to improve, and, and accepting help with that as well. And it comes down to the idea of you know casting pearls before swine. If someone's not wanting help, not needing help, not willing, not even willing to accept that they need help or they should get help, then why are you wasting your time? Why are you wasting your energy trying to help that person? Because there's people out there that are begging for help that need people like you, that need people that will help them. And so, look, I'm not trying to say don't help people, don't try to help people. I'm saying invest your help in people that are wanting to improve. And don't waste your time or someone else's time if they're not wanting that in the first place. They don't want to improve. So be it. I'm sorry. I love you. I'm praying for you, but my help is uh, needed elsewhere. And so that's kind of the, the, the story I wanted to share with you guys. Um, eventful Friday afternoon that I had, and I hope you guys are doing well. So uh, that's my little episode of the day. I just wanted to, to record that for you and let you know... Um, it's a weird it's a weird it's a weird world out there and we can't let that world dictate how we're going to behave and how we're going to act and uh and the type of people that we'll become. And on that note, I will see you guys on Monday. I uh I appreciate the hell out of all of you. You guys are the the reason that I do what I do. Make sure that if you uh Get some benefits from these types of episodes. Let me know about it. Leave a little review. Rate it five stars uh, on all podcast platforms. Please take the time to do that right now. And if you're watching this on YouTube or Rumble or whatever, like, comment, and subscribe. Make sure you share this with somebody that you love. 
And uh, on that note, I'll check in with you guys on Monday. Much love. Peace out, you beautiful human beings. I love you all. Bye.